Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon's mimic offs when they do, you know, their James Bond, their Sean Connery or their David Bowie, I reckon Tom Hogan and I are going to do a Richard Mercer impression off in our show about love, in his show, talking about his show about love song dedications. I dedicate my first song. Um, it would be Madness's Our House to Jimmy Thompson, <laughs> who's been travelling and hasn't been able to hear the program. But, Jimmy, we've missed you, and here's Madness's Our House. Hmm? How's the, how oh, it? very good, James. Was it good? Oh, the, 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 you're doing your Sean Connery. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's very good. <laughs> Is that as much of your Sean that's Connery it. as you got? That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Say, um, take this submarine down. From Hunt for Red October. Take this submarine down. Oh, that's very good. That's I was right there. I was right there. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Thompson from flat-chat.com.au, real estate expert on journalist with a whose brief is strata, whose who's beat for many years has been wandering around the strata properties of New South Wales. He's with us this afternoon. You can jump on in one three hundred triple two seven zero two if you've got questions, things happening in your block of flats, in your units or wherever. Give us a yell. Jimmy may, wa- may well be able to help us out. Before we get to that, though, we bring to you the latest from the United Kingdom, from whence Jimmy has just returned. Uh, reports from the old country, Jimmy. How, how is the old blighty? Um, falling apart. <laughs> just slightly. Yeah. Um, amazing. Boris... Boris Johnson's, mm. yeah. Um, t- and Julie, Julie, tribute from Julie Bishop, mm. her friend. Her friend and said, you know, we'll be making a magnificent contribution in public life in the future, I heard this morning, um, you know. I could imagine those two going out on the razzle. Oh, don't. <laughs> oh, that's a naughty image right now. That's not yeah, good. Well, felt very civil. Yeah. Least, you know. <laughs> oh, what, a bit like Alexander Downer having a drink with a you know, yeah. US diplomat sort of thing, that yes. kind of, yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, vibe yeah. you're seeing. All sorts of secrets being outdoing each other in state secrets. Which, oh. which is Boris's club? Is he boots or whites? Oh, what, probably all of them. All of them? All of the ones he hasn't been banned from. <laughs> so they'd be off to the club. Um, but yes, you've had a you had a nice trip away. I I went to Portugal and oh. and foolishly thought that uh, cycling a couple of times a week was a good pra- a good training for walking twenty kilometres across sand dunes for f- six days in a row. It turns out it's not. Is that you didn't walk the Camino, did you? I didn't do the Camino. Oh. I did the Rota Vincentino. Oh, the Rota Vincentino. Was it what? Is it what? Vin, Rota what? <laughs> Vincent. It's it's spelt V I C, but apparently pronounced Vincentino. Vincentino. And what is the Rota Vincentino? It's the road, the route. Hence the Rota. It's not. It's not a list of people who turn oh, yes. is to do things. Um, from Saint Petersburg, I think. And all the way to uh, San Vicente, which is in Portugal. But you didn't do that in six days. You did a bit of it. I did a bit of it. You did the Portuguese bit. I did, yeah. I did the hard bit. What made you think cycling is good preparation for a walk? I'm not a fitness expert, I suppose. Do you know what I think is good preparation for a walk? Walking, Walking. perhaps, yeah. (laughs) That's what they say. (laughs) But you know me, a bit of a rebel. Oh, that's true. That's true. Never get there by a straight line if you have to. And beautiful walk? Oh, stunning! Yeah. And then you you turn up in a little village at night, and and the you know it's like you go into a restaurant and a bottle of wine is like eight bucks, mm. or very drinkable wine and yeah. fresh fish and seafood, and and if I just 
done that and not done the walking. Oh. And then there's the Portuguese custard tarts, which are just oh, yeah. ridiculous. Do they have them there too? Because they're quite popular here. Well, I thought, I said, oh, you've got these. <laughs> we call them Portuguese custard tarts as well. Yeah, Did they you don't. Say that? They don't. Don't they? What do they call them? They call them custard oh, tarts. Um, uh, something dinata. Uh, yeah. Wow, it's, you've it's, soaked up the local culture, I can yeah, tell. Yeah, can I have one of those something donatas, please? Two, in fact. I'll have. Jimmy Thompson is with us from flat-chat.com.au. If you've got questions about Strata, if you're living, if that's your living arrangement and something's going on with the, the body corporate or with your management committee or the owner's corp, whatever, whatever it is, if you've got some issues with neighbours and you want to bring them up this afternoon, Jimmy may well be able to help you, so feel free to jump on in. Now, while you're away, mm-hmm. um, I think we sorted out what we should do about Airbnb. Is that right? Well, they waited until I was out of the country. I think that was wise. And then, you know, panicked, of course. They thought, we've only got a few days mm. while he's not here, while he's walking yeah, that's right. and eating custard. Tarts. That's right. Probably can't hear us. Pastel Donata. So Pastel Donata. Very yeah. good. Okay, yes. And, um, he, uh, and they thought, quick, quick, quick. And, and they said, what we do? Oh, let's have no restrictions. And and, okay. and they had the press, if you recall, the press mm. conference all set up and then somebody went, what? And suddenly we have probably, I would say, one of the most reasonable sets of rules that I've seen anywhere, which is that owners' corporations can say, we don't want them in our building mm-hmm. and, you know, just pass a bylaw. A pass a bylaw which for the past two years fair trading has been saying would not be legal because of some other law, right. suddenly it will be. Right. And okay. without changing that law, by the way. So the owners' court can say not in our building with full full stop. Yep. Just can't happen at all. Yeah. Right. And are there minimum or maximum levels at which you're allowed to have it? Did we get um, to well, that? If, if you don't have that kind of bylaw in your building, you can only have, only have it for 180 days a year, which is, you know, almost nothing. Right. Or as the minister himself pointed out, that's every weekend. Yeah. At which we all go, whoo, whoo. Right, right. Every weekend, new people living next door to you. Yes. Hmm, yes. How could that possibly go wrong? All right. So that's the, and that's the rules around strata. Yeah. We don't have there's nothing. Similar rules on our houses, houses, yeah, yeah. houses. You can go crazy. Go do what you like. Three hundred sixty-five. Yeah. Um, okay. And in general, what have you heard from this, with the world of Strata? They go, yep, fair enough. That, that's good. Yeah. There's some people who who disagree with me. Um, <laughs> amazingly, there's some people who who quite rightly say, "Hang on, we bought our apartment on the basis that it was residential only. That was the basis." that we, we wanted to live right. in a residence, not a hotel. Mm. And we don't care about your bylaw thing. We want to have our building the way it was supposed to be, which is residential only. And that is actually a very reasonable argument. They, they've just suddenly changed the rules on people so that, you know, you could have bought into an apartment, spent a lot of money in a nice place, and because it's a nice place suddenly find that all oh, your neighbours are, are letting their, their apartments on Airbnb. And, mm. and I think... That, but, but the bylaw covers that, doesn't it? You well, then get it, your... But if the majority of your neighbours are investors who think, ooh, I can right. make twice as much money on Airbnb or the other... Airbnb are not the only people mm. doing this, by the way. Mm. Um, they've just become like the generic yeah. term. Um, and, and if the majority... Or, more to the point, if 25% of your owners your fellow owners say, we don't want a bylaw, mm. then no bylaw would get up. Right. And you're thinking you've bought a nice 
place to live in as a resident, suddenly you're thinking, hmm, I might put this on Airbnb as well. Mm. So before we know it, the whole place is there and everyone's moved out somewhere else trying to That's trying to avoid happening elsewhere. Uh, if you've got uh, questions on this or any other issues that... Uh, that uh, may be affecting the life you would otherwise enjoy in a strata mm. environment, then one three hundred triple two seven zero two is the number to have a talk to to Jimmy Thompson. Dennis? Jimmy uh, and James, Hello. Um, Hello. I have a problem, and hopefully that delightful Scottish man can help me. That's uh, Sean Connery he's talking about. Yeah. No, well, I'm, I'm, I'm starting <laughs> to make but anyway. I live in a, a, a strata of, uh, town, a villa in, in Greystains. <clears throat> Uh, a couple of years ago, I ran behind uh, about five years ago in monthly strata payments. My fault, nobody mm. else's fault. Anyway, um, I, I said, okay, I'll make them up. But I didn't quite make them up as much as I should have done. Anyway, they began imposing a fine of $50 a month for any uh, payments I'm behind. And I then got my umbrage and said, I'm not going to pay anything because you have no authority whatsoever to fine me. Uh, you know, a, a late payment. Of, you yeah. know, nothing in my agreement says it's a late payment. Anyway, I refused to, uh, <clears throat> to pay. Two years ago, during a Strata meeting, which I didn't attend, uh, they, they called for a vote to impose uh, fines to people who are behind in their Strata payments. Mm. And, of course, it's up now to about 6000 because, I, I mean, I make my payments now regular to that, yeah. but I will not pay yeah. those back fines. Can, I, mm. can yeah. I just jump in? Yeah, um, yeah they, they don't have the authority, as far as I know, to just make up the fines that they think you should be paying. But the strata law says if you get behind with your strata fees, your levies, then a penalty interest of 10% should be imposed – and in fact, your owner's corporation has to pass a bylaw or a, or a ruling not to impose that. Oh, okay. It's so, a statutory right. imposition of a 10% right. um, uh, interest fee. So, Is that what you were being charged, Dennis? Well, I w- <clears throat> no, I, w- I was two payments behind. And they were, you know, and, and when, when I got a letter from them telling them they're going to charge me $50 a month in, in interest because on the back payments, I point blank refused to pay it. Yep. It sounds like the 10%, though, doesn't it? $50 a month. No, my, my strategy that title it with them was only $450 each three months. Right. Dennis, so, can, I, can I just say, I'm, I'm a bit intrigued. You're behind, but you're outraged. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you're behind no, in your strata no. payments. What, yeah. What's your outrage? What's the basis of your no, outrage? No, no, I'm not. I don't mind paying, the, you know, updating it. But, yeah. I but you're still behind. You still, you still haven't caught up with your strata payments, right? Well, I don't know what they are because they've been imposing $50 a month and they're up to about $6,000. Um, you know, I mean, I would possibly okay. owe... Okay, I, yeah. I have an answer for you. Yeah. And that go to fair trading, ask for mediation um, at fair trading... Uh, and you know you want the, your committee to send somebody along, and fair trading will establish what you should have paid and what you should be paying. That would be by agreement; they can't enforce that. But if you're not happy with that, then you go to the tribunal, NCAT, and you say, "I want a ruling on this." That's the easiest way to mm. sort this out. Dennis, good luck with that, and it's a good place to go to uh, to get that sorted. I mean, in general, you're meant to pay your strata fees. If you're yeah. behind in your yeah. strata fees, what yeah. rights do you have as such? Well, it's amazing how your rights evaporate because you can no longer vote. Mm. At, at, uh, at meetings, you can't um, even if you're if you're on a committee, 
and you fall behind with your strategies, I think you shouldn't be voting for anything when you're on the committee. Right. So you, you've you lost your representation. Mm. Um, and that's a huge thing. That's why I, you know, people say we're going to have a strata, a, a levy strike and, and until this is resolved. And mm. I said, well, you have a levy strike. It's never going to be that's resolved. Right. <laughs> Dennis, thanks for your call. one three hundred triple two seven zero two. if you'd like to join us. Uh, Bob, what do you want to, what do you want to ask? Just a really, really quick one. Uh, residential tenants, uh, lessors, are they, um, or lessees, I guess, are they able to attend AGMs? And I know they wouldn't be able to vote, but they might be able to raise issues and get involved. Yep. Uh, yeah, I believe they are now because uh, the tenants, um, the new strata law brought in this thing that if you had more than 50% tenants, then, then they could elect somebody to be a representative on the committee, even though they couldn't vote. Uh, for anything and couldn't and could be asked to leave the room when you were talking about the interesting stuff like people who haven't paid their levies <laughs> but that would assume that a tenant would be allowed to attend an AGM because they have to find out what's going on. Right. They have to know that there is an AGM. Is that what you mean? Sorry? Is that what you meant? That they have to know there well, is they, an AGM. They, well, they, they're entitled to know that there's an AGM but um, the question was are they entitled to attend even though they can't necessarily speak or vote? Right. Why did you want to go, Bob? Oh no, I'm, uh, we just got some. Twenty-five percent of the building is um, tenants, and we're thinking: do we invite them along? Good opportunity to meet them. It's all pretty low. Oh yeah, I say you want to invite the tenants. I would say oh, that's a terrific idea. Am I obliged to invite them? No. Ah. <laughs> right. I can pick and choose. But but it sounds like well, when it's you a say good idea, when though. you say pick and choose, you say you want to invite some tenants, not all tenants. <laughs> no, no, they're all right. good. They're all good. Yeah, no, but, I, th- I think it's a great idea. But you're saying it's a good idea. Why, yeah. why is it a good idea? Just to... Because it's a community. Yeah. And, you know, this idea of treating tenants like second you know, second-class citizens is so old school. Yeah. You know, it's, they're all part of a community. Some people have been tenants. Some people will be tenants again. Mm. Some people own properties in one place and are tenants somewhere else. Yeah. You know, it's a community. Keep yeah. people talking to each yeah. other. Bob, are you going to do it? Oh, for sure, definitely. It's, um, we talk to them. Yeah, as you said, second class, it's not exactly good. <laughs> when you talk to them, you do have a, a different way of talking to them. But it'd be good to have them along and they'd know what's going on, yep. what we've got planned for the next year. Yeah, uh, terrific, Bob. That's uh, that's great. Thanks so much for, for the call, and that does sound good. Jimmy, building community yeah. one AGM at a time. That's, yeah, there you go. That's where you're at. There you go. It's beautiful. Jimmy Thompson's from flat-chat.com.au, and uh, you can go to that site to look for all of his articles and things that he's investigated in the past, or you can call him right now. one three hundred triple two seven zero two 222 is our number. Anne? Hi. How can Hi. we help? Um, I've purchased a unit, settlement within 10 days, and I want to apply to have... Um, Floating laminate floor in the in the unit, and the agent, the strata agent, refuses to acknowledge me as the owner to be, even though I've the solicitor faxed all the documents mm. and won't talk until settlement, which means my move will then be delayed at least two weeks. Yes. Is there anything I can do about that? So you're trying to get uh, approval for these for this flooring arrangement before settlement. Yeah, or at least just the application initiated because it, I understand it's got to go before the strata committee, even if it's by um, an email, you know, um, yep. vote. But if they won't do anything, it means that the whole process could take two or three weeks. Yeah. How, how about yeah. getting the, the vendor to to apply? Oh, look, the vendor is um, 89 in a nursing home and he's very stressed. 
So right. it's very hard for him to deal with right. that. Right. He did, his son did actually help me getting a form, but it's... No, Is it one of those things that really there's not much you can do legally? You're not the owner till settlement. Legally, they can't, you know. Yeah, but do you your know, thing or being reasonable. I mean, welcome to the building, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> We're going to impose some rules on you before you've even stepped through the door. I know that, but I mean, but it, isn't it sort of like it's not your place until settlement? I mean, people, That's lots, true. lots of people want this. Hey, it's settlements in six weeks. So we start the painting now. Well, no, you yeah. can't. No, you know, like no. it's not your place. But um, what happens if it goes? Goes? Shouldn't? Isn't there a thing that you're supposed to insure it between uh, exchange and settlement? Yeah. So it is kind of yours. I'm not going to do any work. It's no, I get, I get getting that. getting approval in. Yeah. And who is it that said that you, they don't even want to talk to you? The, the strata ma- uh, manager. Right. Yeah. Ignore, the strata man- ignore the strata manager because he is a servant of the committee. Find the name of the secretary of the committee and write to or call them and say, can we just get this rolling now? And good luck with that, and uh, thanks so much for your call. one three hundred triple two seven zero two. Hello, Rosalie. Hi, James. My query is regarding Strata AGMs. The last one that we held was two years ago in September. I asked the previous Strata manager to hold one. He assured me he would have got email proof, and then he left. Mm. I've discussed this with the next Strata manager... Um, and it almost went ahead, and then there was some hiccup um, about forms not being returned. Uh, but I, I'd really like to go ahead uh, with this issue because I feel that we should meet our commitment mm. um, with the owners' committee. Now, do I go to fair trading? What do I do? Well, basically, um, if you go to fair trading, uh, it would be on the basis of can you tell the strata manager to hold an AGM? Um, but I would think before that you would probably be saying to the strata manager, this is ridiculous, we are in breach of the Act which requires us to have an AGM every year. I Please organise this as soon as possible or I am going to start taking action and the only person I can take action against is, a, is you. Does the strata manager, is it beholden on them to organise the AGM or can the committee organise an AGM. The committee can organise their own a- AGM. Um, the strata manager tends to have all the the, the infrastructure for doing this, right. but basically the secretary of the the committee can send out the material, send out the, but you know, you send out the agendas, but you've also got all the accounts and stuff that have to right. be brought up, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's really a case of the the strata manager getting his or her act together, mm. and that sounds like what the problem has been. Is that the problem, Rosalie? Well, I've, dis- I've discussed it via email and suggested that we're not meeting our legal commitments and that to do so we must hold the AGM mm. and it just hasn't been forthcoming. So um, try what Jimmy's saying, go to Fair Trading and tell them we're about to take action against you? Yes. I, yep. think that's, I think you've got to, eventually you've just got to get tough with people mm. and say to the strata manager, by the way, you, you're actually in breach of your agreement with yep. us. Yeah. Because you've got to keep us legal and you're the one who's stopping us from being legal. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, the, the other thing with these sort of things, I wonder how much of this sort of stuff we deflect because it arrives via email, you know. Yeah. Hi, I'd like to make an appointment to come and see you. Yes. You know. Yeah. And did Rosalie take two two others yeah. from the committee, you know, turn up at the office? Yeah. Um, 
You know, maybe maybe and that's what you're saying. If we can't resolve this this afternoon, you know where we're heading off to, to next. You know, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got, you've, you've got you've got to you've got to get tough. Yeah, Rosalie, nice to hear from you this afternoon. I think Rosalie's going to get. She sounds like she'll get tough. She's going to get again. stuck in oh, there. She's yeah. fired up. Yeah, off she goes, Margaret. Yes, hello. How can we help, Margaret? Oh yes, I'm part of an earnest corporation uh, for uh, apartments in the block, and I was wondering, are you uh, able to raise a special levy if there is enough money in the accounts to pay for any anything that is any of the jobs that need to be done on the apartment? So why then do you need a special levy? Well, yeah, that was my my question because out of I voted against it. And yeah. the other three owners of the apartments voted for it. But what was right. the levy for? More than adequate funds to cater for what needs to be done at the moment. But so tell me what needs to be done. Uh, well, repair of a staircase. We have about thirty thousand dollars in in the account, um, and otherwise just very very minor um, things. Nothing. Right. And so they'd rather keep the money in the account, get a special levy, and pay for the staircase, for example. No, they just wanted to top up the money in the account. Right, right. What do you reckon, Jimmy? Well, the committee, as as uh, the owners' corporation as a whole, can do whatever it wants um, in in terms of raising money and, and and things like that. But it sounds like it's an unfair burden on some people. And again, it would be a case of saying, well, you don't need. We might need to get the work done, but we don't need to raise any extra money. Mm. Um, so I'm again. I'm going to go to fair trading. But they've they've voted three to one. She said. I yeah. mean, is it also one of those things where well, look, you're in a committee, it votes, you lost the vote. Yeah, you I mean know. that's very that's pretty much ninety percent of the case. But you've got to bear in mind that there are some people. I mean, if you've got an older building and somebody who's been there for a while and they're on a fixed income and and all that, and then yeah. three sets of young upwardly mobile people move in mm. who want to just, yep. you know, they've got money. We're going to put balconies on yeah. and a pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that, that person that person who has never envisaged this yeah. happening yeah. suddenly feels that they're, well, they're, in a lot of cases they get driven out. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, already the, um, the fees are $2,000 every three months anyway, so we're accumulating money all the time. Right, yeah. So, right. you know, the, there's more than enough money to do work that needs to be done and it's also a very well-maintained property right. anyway. Is there, is there any provision for a special levy with exemptions? Like Margaret, no. we're, we're going to raise a special levy but Margaret's okay, you don't have to pay. There is one that I can think of, one case where that would happen and that's where uh, the committee of the Owners' Corporation has taken an owner to um, NCAT to the tribunal and lost and then have to raise a special levy to pay for their costs, oh, right. <laughs> and the law says you can exclude the person who won the case. Right. Yeah, but that's yeah. the only... That's the only one. Yeah. Margaret, good luck with that, and uh, to anybody listening at Fair Trading, you're about to get a, quite a spike in calls uh, this <laughs> afternoon, because <laughs> we've sent a lot of people your, yeah. your way. I mean, do you think Margaret's got much of a case? I mean, I'm just sort of seeing it as this is how owners' corps work, you vote, if you lose about the tree or the pet or the levy, well, you lost. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't believe in owners' corporations sitting on a pile of money. Right. And if the cho- choice to sit on a pile of money means that one owner is going to suffer 
more than the rest mm. when that special levy comes around. That just seems grossly unfair to me. Right. All right. Michelle? James, Jimmy, you, hello. hello. You've, come to the, you've found the right program. Now what, now what do you need? <laughs> Every day you're my right program, James. True. You such good company. Nice, Michelle. You, you take as much time as you need. God bless. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, I'm thinking of running away from home. My current right. situation is untenable and I'm going to be finding myself renting alone for the very first time ever. I have no clue as to rights, responsibilities. Is there a booklet that a real estate agent has? Is there something I can read online? I have no clue. Jimmy, might you have any publications that could help? Well, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, there's always flat hyphen chat. This is the show, by the way, where the word hyphen gets used mm, more than any that's other. Right. Flat hyphen chat.com.au. But there's also the fair trading. Fair trading have a these days, their website is pretty good, and they've got a lot of information for tenants uh, as well. But the great one, I almost forgot about it, is Tenants, Tenants Union, mm. which is tenants.org.au. And they have fact sheets and everything you could possibly need to know. Um, I even send landlords to that website because right. then they find out what their responsibilities are. Yeah, Michelle, head there, but also Jimmy's own website's got you know years of articles and discussions and forums and things dealing with most things. And uh, then look out for Jimmy popping up here whenever, so you can ring and bother him in person. Mm. Um, Mr. Thompson, thank you. Thank you, sir. Lovely to see you.